Hello, friends of Essential Aromatica. Today's episode is another spotlight on aromatherapy with a special guest, Michaela Lloyd, the founder of the glorious New York City Harlem-based company, Butter by Kava. Yes. At Butter by Kava, Makeva creates unique, quality, handcrafted, aromatic personal care products and moisturizing fragrances that exemplify affordable luxury. With aromaticity, and that's my word I'm using, as an underlying thread of her offerings and as a trained perfumer and certified aromatherapist, Makeva blends using perfumery processes and techniques through the lens of an aromatherapist. Yay! One of McCabe's goals is wellness by, quote, bringing people together through fragrance. During our discussion, we'll touch on this vision, not only through her company, but also her growing platform called Centonomy Wellness and her work with the Harlem-based organization called Hands That Make a Difference, which is awesome. I never heard of this organization until McCabe and I connected um, again. Makeba holds a continued, um, continued education certification in aromatherapy for healthcare. This is on top of her professional certification. She is a member of the National Association of Holistic Aromatherapists, always a mouthful to say, um, and the Natural and Organic Health and Beauty Alliance, um, NOHBA. So find more about Makeba and see and check out her products and check out Centonomy Wellness at butterbykeba.com, nice and simple, and get social on all platforms you can imagine at, at butterbykeba, B-U-T-T-E-R-B-Y-K-E-B-A. So thank you for being here with me in person. Thank you for having me, Amy. I'm so excited. Me too. <laughs> Um, we, you reached out to me a few weeks ago I and did. we were having a great conversation. I was like, oh my gosh, we're connecting again. Yeah. Podcast? Yeah. <laughs> and I said, yes, thank you. <laughs> so I want, um, part of this podcast series is to highlight amazing people I've basically met through the school. And um, when I was really trolling through your website, my first question that I shared with you is, you have this vision of bringing people together through fragrance, and please share what that means. Oh, it well, it's, it's it's evolved quite a bit since you know I realized that's what I wanted to do. Sometimes it takes time to really connect with your intentions. You know, you're doing something. You know, you're passionate about it, um, but articulating that may take time, and and it will continue to evolve as you grow, right? Yeah. So initially, you know. When I, what I meant when I said bring people together is just that, you know, making a product that was um, offered subtle, attracting scent mm. um, and, um, you know, incorporating what I've learned through the years in my various, you know, aromatherapy classes um, so that, you know, if someone is in a space with someone else, they'll get noticed. I think, mm. you know, um, one of the biggest pieces of feedback I get from my customers is that they always get compliments and it makes them feel so good. And that's what keeps them coming back. Um, and I really appreciate that because we want the repeat business. But yeah. what touches my heart the most is that they're getting the attention that they desire. And I think as, as humans, that's really what, you know, most of us want is to be acknowledged. And you, that's beautiful. And I wrote down and circled subtle, get noticed and compliments because perfumery is often not subtle. And often I'll be in a restaurant. And now that I've been doing this for years, I'm like the person ruined my meal. 
So with people, I'm serious, right? Like people, like getting subtly noticed and being complimented is different than I think a lot of perfumery and even some aromatherapy. Yeah, I mean, and again, uh, you know, it's it's an evolving, you know, you learn as you go. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in terms of formulation, I use a lot, you know, my formulation changes yeah. as, as people's um, palates change, but you don't want to, um, you want to, I always say, I want to wear something where my S my true essence still comes out, mm. you know, my, um, my own, you know, um, sebations and oils and my natural scent is still there. You can still smell me. I don't smell like, um, a department store. I smell like me, you know, and everything that comes with, you know, yeah. but I have this, you know, whether I'm wearing my lotus nut or wearing, you know, a lavender, you, you know, you smell it just lightly. And mm -hmm. then, and then you can, you sense that, oh, the person may have, you know, it doesn't smell like perfume. The yeah. person may have put in a lotion or maybe she put on, you know, a, a, some oil or something, you know, um, these days I'm not really wearing, I wear my body butter and um, a little oil under my arms and that's it. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I don't wear deodorant or anything like that. Me too. I mean, <laughs> so. full disclosure, um, right before you came to visit, I had yoga practice. I showered and I made a sugar, I have a sugar scrub and that always changes. And I do that under my arms. I haven't worn deodorant unless I, I know I'm public speaking. I haven't worn it since probably 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Haha. -ha, people might think that's gross, but whatever. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's better for you. Mm -hmm. You know, um, wearing, I found, I found that wearing deodorant for me, um, clogs my pores, but it's so interesting. You say you wear it if you're doing public speaking, mm -hmm. um, which, you know, if you get nervous, mm -hmm. that's when this, like the sweat glands tend to become more active. Right. Mm -hmm. So you want to put something on that keeps from dripping, but you know what, for me, it doesn't even work. So I let it drip. <laughs> I'm okay with the drip. It's the smell. Mm -hmm. So if I'm if I'm eating a lot of garlic and onions, which I do, and like the stress hormones come out, I find like if I will be close to somebody, I don't want them to be yeah. distracted. In our culture, right? How that could be really off putting. Yeah. No, I hear um, you. But, I hear you. But I yeah, let it. it drip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? Let it drip. <laughs> but I, I'm. Um, Oh, there's so much to talk about, to share with your background, but I, I want, just want to reiterate your sharing how it's like taking our natural sense, our natural sebum, our inherent smells, and can I say enhancing them with yes. your products? Yes, 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 yes. That's that's the whole idea, and and that's the whole idea behind the body butter is that you know um, I for me I started creating this product because there were two things going on with me. I had just come back from a trip in Egypt, mm -hmm. in Egypt, where I had some very interesting um, epiphanies. When, when was this? This was in 2006. 2006, awesome. Yeah, and I came back and I was feeling very um, unmotivated unmotiv to get back to my normal life as a real estate mm -hmm. broker. And I realized that I, I wanted to go back to Egypt. I was kind of homesick because mm. um, I connected with the land and the just the culture so much. Um, and so I said, well, I wonder if I can recreate that experience um, and I, and something said, you need to blend some oils. Cause I brought back all these oils and I really love them. I was like, I wonder if I can make something like this. Mm. And I start, I went online and ordered all these ingredients. And, um, I told my mom when I was doing, she said, you should take some classes. So she, um, sponsored me actually to take some aromatherapy classes. I took a few, um, starting out, I took, uh, an aromatherapy for the skin, which really, really, um, 
gave me the confidence um, to continue because what I learned there <clears throat> was how to blend something from my own skin. I mm. used to suffer from pimples and acne on my nose and around my mouth um, every once a month during that time. Okay, okay. And I, we learned about the hormonal balancing oils. Mm -hmm. And so I remember making a, a blend with lavender and geranium. Um, and I, would, I made a spritz. I still use this as an astringent to this day with distilled water and a few drips, drops of this. And, and it cleared up my skin. And in that after that, and I realized, wow, my skin looks great. It gave me the confidence to keep going. Um, and yeah, and so I took six weeks off from work. Nice. Um, and I and I created these blends, and I created this body butter, um, and you know, and I, I had already you know started experimenting with shea butter prior to my trip. Um, someone had given me a, a product that I really liked, and I couldn't find them. I was like, I wonder if I can remake mm -hmm. this and take some of this. You know, there was a lot of different ingredients in it. I wanted something simple, mm -hmm. and the idea was to create something that would moisturize my skin, get me through the day. Um, as I ran around the city in the cold, mm -hmm. um, but also had a scent that um, would keep me uplifted, keep me from being stinky, especially in the summertime, running around from construction site to construction site, but also enhance my presentation because a lot of times I was selling real estate on mm -hmm. a very stinky construction site. Gotcha. And so uh, there were no electrical outlets. There was no means of, you know, putting in some aromatic, you know, as something, you know, the developers were just like, here, just sell it. Um, and so I learned how to create my own scentscape. Yeah, I, that's really awesome. Like act as your own diffuser, if you will. Right. But yeah, your own scentscape and create a mood. Yeah. Because as a, as a real estate trick, in quotes, mm -hmm. it's always told to like, in the winter, put cinnamon on the stove, yes. bake cookies, blah, blah, yeah. blah, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you want to lure people in. Exactly. Make yeah. them feel at home, make them feel, you know, excited or make them feel comforted, comforted and safe. Yes. Um, for me, it was like make them feel relaxed <laughs> because it's a very, it's a very nerve wracking um, thing. People come in, especially if they, if they have to really move or they, or if they just had a baby. Yeah. And so just to calm them. And I realized that wearing the body butter, I was nervous or sweaty. And so it, I would perspire through the body butter and that would activate, diffuse mm. the fragrance through the space. Um, and it just worked. I, you know. <laughs> so that, you're answering my question. You went from, I, I wrote rocking it in the New York real estate to butter by Kaba and I, that's so inspirational to continue doing this. Be like, you know, through your presence and your voice, you can calm other people. But by adding scent and natural aromatics, you can help bring and change and create a scentscape, like you said. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Um, but w why the move? Like, what did it take to go from real estate to this personal journey Ooh. with Egypt? I mean, we yeah. might need three hours here. But I know, right? <laughs> Um, like trauma, wow. Trauma, work trauma. Okay. <clears throat> work trauma was the biggest thing. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, and losing my mom. I was a caregiver for my mom for two years between 2018 and 2020. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and um, there was an experience within her passing that I don't share often, but um, I'll share a little yeah. bit. Okay. Um, so as my mom was trying to cross over, um, I, it, I, you know, something happened where I asked the nurses to bathe her 
and um, they turned her on her back and she couldn't breathe. Mm -hmm. And she started to hyperventilate. And so they brought in the chaplain and she looked at me. She says, has anyone walked you, talked you through what happens when the body, when the spirit is trying to cross over? And I said, no. She says, well, this is what it looks like. And I started freaking out because it's like, I started blaming myself. I said, oh my God, I shouldn't have, she didn't want to get a bath. Mm -hmm. I just wanted her to be clean. Um, and she says, just talk to her. Tell her all the things that you remember, all the happy memories. And that's what I started to do. And she was still hyperventilating. Um, and then all of a sudden, she, her hand started to move. And it was kind of like flipping me, like brushing me away, like telling me to go away. And, and it really hurt my feelings. I was like, oh, she doesn't want me to be here as she's crossing over. So I left. Um, and I stood outside her door and I said, I can't believe this is happening. Like, this is not what I thought. And, you know, no one ever thinks about losing their parent. But then when it happens, and it doesn't happen the way you thought it would happen, mm -hmm. it can really be devastating. And so something told me to turn around and go back in. And I went back in and she was still with me. She was still there. And something said, take out your cologne. Um, and I would always carry the lotus, my lotus nut cologne and my white silk. And those were two of her favorite. And so I sprayed some of them and I blend them with sugarcane alcohol. And I rubbed my hands and I walked over to her and I started waving my hands in front of her face. Mm. And all of a sudden I could see her neck pop up. And she started to smell the scent. And I just kept doing that and kept doing that. And I said, Mommy? She, and she started, and she opened her eyes. And, and she, was, she, was, she had, was not trying to, she was trying to get her bearings. Mm -hmm. You know, she didn't want to go, I'm assuming. Or, you know, I don't know. You know, there are so many ways you can interpret that. But it just, it just remind at that moment, it reminded me how, important and how integral scent is and our sense of smell and how connected it is to who we are inside spiritually um and it gave me another 10 15 hours with her no i'd say another 10 hours i mean that was in the afternoon i stayed into the evening the nurses freaked out they came in because they thought that she was gone and they came in and the doctors came rushing in i'm like oh my gosh you know like when the nurse came in she was scared because my mother turned around and smiled at her you know what i mean they She's thought like, she I'm was here. gone right exactly they walked out to give me time with her as she was crossing over yeah. but then when they came back she was still alive and so it totally freaked them out and I'm like, mommy, you, you scared them. They thought that you were dead. <laughs> she is now. And, you know, and she's laughing. She's give me my, give me your hand. She's holding my hand, you know. And then I finally left. Something told me it's time for you to go because she's not going to let go. Because mm -hmm. she is, it is her time, you know. She was in and out of, you know, in and out. A lot of pain. Doctors said she, if she, she wouldn't take painkillers. Okay. Um, I rubbed her down with um, frankincense oil. And I left and she passed away early the next morning. But so that experience, um, it gave, again, it, it spoke to me as, uh, you know, what you're doing, it has meaning and it's important and you, you need to continue. Um, and then stress at work said, you need, and, and then the city's shutting us, our business down, right? In the middle of, in the, at the onset of COVID, yeah. we were shut down. That was enough to tell me it's time for you to um, focus on this. Wow, because we met, I didn't look at my records, and thank you for sharing. Of course. In 2019, I think we yeah, met. My, that was. Your certification yeah, no, class. Yeah, that was actually 
It, it was the beginning. Isn't wasn't it the beginning of the year? It was. It was the very because my mom. I it's, would I would step out for to call for her lunch and yeah yeah yeah. So she passed away the following month. Yeah. So I remember it was you were the last level one class yeah. I had the honor of teaching. Yeah. Uh, and then I remember you earned your certification. Yeah. You let me know about your mom passing. Yeah. yeah. And wow. So this um, the construction part and it was a change is often a gift. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And this um, big change and upset in all of our lives has encouraged you to take on the world by storm with butter by Kava. Yes. <laughs> if you check out your website, you have a lot. You have like a big product offerings. Mm -hmm. You're like you're kicking it. You're out there. You're. I'm out there. <laughs> yes. I'm. I'm. I'm knocking on doors and 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 yeah, I'm out there. However, I can get the product into the hands of people who who want it, who need it, who connect with the story, who connect with the, its use and purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and um, I, I appreciate, like, um, in my training and in your training that in the beginning you said it takes time for our intentions to evolve. Mm -hmm. And that's that says a lot because, you know, I don't know, I'm just pausing. I wanted to go back to that because things change. But I think your intention that sits through with that the personal scent, um, sharing your experience with your mother and knowing that scent, and it's more than scent, this is chemistry, this is chemoreceptors right. we're talking about, right. right? Like, right. there's memory association, which is so helpful. So helpful. And then there's like, lavender does work on your nervous system to make you calm. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't realize that those two things are kind of one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's my mission in life is to keep reiterating that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I, uh, as you know, this recording or this podcast uh, sessions, I'll call them, are about highlighting aromatherapists. And I'm curious to, I know why, but I'd love for you to share, like, why become certified? You took classes, your mother sponsored you, as you said, and mm -hmm. encouraged you. But why take that leap to say, I need that piece of paper from Naha that says I'm certified, damn it. My mother, my mother was a big picture piece of paper person. Oh. She was a consummate certification um, grabber, receiver. She was always in continuing education. She never felt like she had enough education. She was always getting some sort of continuing uh, education cert certification. And I picked up that, you know, um, Mm -hmm. You know, if, if I can afford it or if they're offering it for free or something, I will take the class. I want the knowledge. I want the information. And it's not to say that I'm, I'm a walking library, mm -hmm. but the experience, the knowledge, the information, um, there may be something that will change your whole um, outlook or um, change your direction in that class. Um, and so I am very passionate about um getting certifications and it just gives you some level of authority in this space. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think I would have gotten as far as I have if I didn't have some sort of set of certification. It also sets you, you know, aside or sets you apart from, you know, other brands. If you can yeah. share that you've taken the, the, the steps to get certified, mm -hmm. to take these classes. Um, 
It's helped me with my customization business, fragrance customization business. I can char- feel confident in what I charge. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the education, I think, is very important. And I think it is important to get certified. And I will continue to get certified yeah. whenever I can. You know, I've taken continuing education courses at the American College for Healthcare Sciences. Yeah, that's a big one. There was one, one component, one class within that um, one-week course that change someone else's life. I was able to learn about a blend that I didn't realize was so powerful. And I took my first client. Oh, wow. <laughs> and um, she's a cancer patient. And it she's doing so much better. The combination of her cancer um, care, and the course was aromatherapy for cancer care. Okay. Um, she, wow. her, her care that she's receiving in alignment with the pain um, relief oils and the other oils the combination, you know, she's doing so much better and she's, you know, walking where she couldn't before. And so, it, again, that fortifies what, you know, what I'm doing. It gives me the confidence, confidence to keep going, to keep learning. Um, and, and, and again, it's about the information. I wouldn't have known to blend this for her. Um, I wouldn't have thought that it had this effect if I didn't take this advanced course, which broke down how it works in the body, how these oils work mm. with these cells, with cancer cells, with healthy cells, you know, what happens. Um, and I wouldn't be able to share that information with her husband, who was my mentor. Wow. Yeah, so... So that you're, you're bringing up some good points, which I think were in baby steps in this country, about there's the... I can't name names of companies, but there's the, the places that push product and essential oils and don't encourage certification and don't have rigorous educational standards. And then um, there's places that are looking at pharmacology and pharmacokinetics and um, reinforcing how some of these things can interact with drugs and how we, we know that these essential oils are working on receptors. And that I mean, obviously, this is so powerful yeah. Uh, yeah. that you could do this. But to take that level and keep saying, like, there's there's one thing to be greedy about knowledge and just right. kind of being like, I'm the expert versus I feel like you're sharing genuine, like, curiosity. And, like, you never know that you said one thing can change your life in a class. Right. And it's true. Or change someone else's. Yeah. You share it. You know, I didn't know this particular blend actually helped this drug, cancer drug that she was on. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, And I gave all of this. I gave, actually, I sent him my whole class because they give it to you in a virtual um, video. Okay. I sent him the whole class. And I said, you need to look through this. You need to understand how these oils work in conjunction with her, the drugs she's taking. And they work well together. Yeah, the compliment. May I just ask, I don't want you to disclose the blend if you don't mm-hmm. want to, but is it was is this via olfaction? It's um, dermal? Topical. Topical, Topical okay. um, and, it, you know, lavender, okay. you know, is yeah. the number one, you know. And what I learned is that less is more. I was just and that's thinking- something you always taught. Yeah, less is more. And when the scientific um, studies that they've done at the college show that just a drop sometimes makes a mountain of difference. Yeah, it does. And thanks for sharing that because I mean we stress it when we're teaching, and less is never more, and it could have the adverse effect and become terrible. But like we've seen it, like when you're in a room and you're smelling one drop of oil on a cotton pad, it's like you see. A shift. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people, the common person that's not immersed in this stuff like you and I are, I don't think people really realize that. And they don't pay attention. Like, scent are like, oh, 
I just feel happy now because I'm with you. It's like, no, maybe it's because you're with me and there's these chemicals in the air that we're breathing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. No. You know, um, it, it, there's so much to say about the oils. Um, and, you know, um, as I continue my journey, you know, talking about continuing to take classes, last year I took a certification in ancient Egyptian perfumery. Nice. Where I learned from an Egyptologist who went through the manuscripts, found over a thousand manuscripts with the reference of fragrance and perfume and um, what she doesn't couldn't interpret, but what I interpret just listening to her um, read these manuscripts mm -hmm. is aromatherapy. Aromatherapy was documented um, in the manuscripts of you know ancient pharaohs and queens, and not only that, put etched in the roof of the sarcophagus to move into the next life um, during these ancient dynasties. So it's, it, again, it's just such a powerful, it powerful is. modality. And like uh, you're reminding me that there's there was a bifurcation that happened in our culture we're living in of like perfumery being separate from medicine. And for thousands of years, perfumery was medicine and that this bifurcation happened. Um, so we're, we're bringing it back. We're, we're, yes. we're getting rid of that split, right? Yes, and we're bringing it back. Yeah. And, that, and that's my whole point was to, to some find a, a bridge, find a connection between the two, which mm -hmm. is why I got certified in perfumery, you know, classic perfumery from Pratt and certified in aromatherapy. Yeah, and then you, you're, you have more power in that way to spread the word. Yeah. Bring, bring people together. Yeah, back to your <laughs> thing. Yeah, I love that. It's yeah. going to be back to that. Mm -hmm. um, this ties in to this next question of and on your website, and I read it before in your intro, moisturizing fragrances. Mm -hmm. And I think that's interesting because sometimes aromatherapists are like, we don't work with fragrance, and we get snobby that way. Um, but I'm, my question is, Moisturizing fragrances, this makes me think of perfumery in a different way, even different from botanical and solid perfumery. Um, and as a talking point, I have fragrance versus essential oil. Like, mm -hmm. as your practice, as a perfumer, as an aromatherapist, as a person who formulates, like, is there a distinction? Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, I know there is, but like, yeah. I want to hear your. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, there, you know, we could either use what we call naturals, mm -hmm. um, therapeutics, um, organic, uh, isolates, yep. natural blends, and, and synthetics. Yeah. And so, um, you know, now everyone's moving to naturals. Yeah. But, you know, coming from the school of natural perfumery, if it's not an essential oil, it's, it's a synthetic, you know, or it's not a natural um, pure oil. It's not pure. Yeah. It can be a natural blend. Um, I work with all of them, but I tend to lean towards the natural blends and the isolates. Um, and if I work with any synthetic, it's um, primarily composed of extractions of the constituent that you find in the essential oil. Yeah. Um, and that's only so that it has a little bit more power. Um, and we, we don't, you know, I mean, we can use less of it because mm -hmm. for me, I'm doing skincare. I want to use the minimum. Yeah. Um, but I also want to make sure that it lasts and, and I, and I, we don't use phthalates or other, um, complex chemicals that make the scent stronger. Yeah. Um, or, or extend <clears throat> the scent right. because naturals evaporate. They do. 
And um, I think there's an education for a lot of us out there to remind people, like, if you get Axe body wash, you can, like, <laughs> clear a room with that for hours. You know, that whole what men's Axe yeah. body wash. It's like, that has staying power, and I feel like folks want fragrance to stay. And it's like, um, you don't want that to stay for a long time. You don't. It needs... It needs to metabolize in your body and right. move and go away. It shouldn't be there three days later. And, no. and it's so funny. I get, you know, I sometimes every now and then I get an email from someone. Oh, that your scents don't last. And I'm just like, for how long? You know, what do you mean? And and I really want to say, you know, are you is your is your nasal passage clear? Because a lot of times mm. people are walking around, they don't realize how congested they are. Good point. You know, and so, um, I, and I'm like, hmm. how long do people want this? Like, I don't want to have something on that lasts, you know, forever, you know. Um, Actually, can I just interject here? This goes into, we're both um, talk this way, I think, but like change means you're alive. And if something is staying around forever and stale and stagnant, like a tide, yes, I said it, tide fabric, like that is dead. Like that is just not good. Like you want something to be alive and change. Right. Right. Like, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but then there are some, at the, in the same token, there are some oils that, you know, just are, have that, that their essence lingers. Mm. Their essence lingers for a long time. Yeah. And you know the difference. You know what I'm talking about. I do. When you have that, like, you know, that box of essential oils and, you know, some drips out on the end and it's there. You know, um, you know, when the Egyptologist that I took my certification from in, in Egyptian perfumery talks about um, scentscapes mm -hmm. and the scentscapes in Turkey, you know, in the markets that they have and the scentscapes in certain places. Um, I experienced a scentscape when I was in Luxor in what used to be a mall. And I'm like, what is that? You know, like, it's not these people's. I'm smelling <laughs> something. What is it? Is it a mar scent mirage? I love a you scent know? mirage. Ooh. Yeah, it was wild. Take that down. That has to be something. Scent mirage. A scent mirage. Like, yes. is that a perfume? <laughs> I'm serious. Like, that could be a new We're thing. creating here. <laughs> I love it. Um, and so, and so, yeah, you may, you know, uh, lemongrass has that effect. Lemongrass yeah. hangs around, you know, she's tenacious. Out. Yeah, she is. Yeah. The aldehydes like Melissa or lemon balm. Yes, she I, is. I put, um, lemongrass in my hair. I have a hair serum called fruition follicle and I use lemongrass because of the, um, uh, the anti-insect, the the repellent component. Yeah. So it wouldn't be great to have something that you can put in your hair that can moisturize your tendrils, but also if you're outside, you know, you keep the bugs away. And so that's how I came up with that. I was just pulling out oh. some oils that linger and that's benzoin. I love benzoin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have vetiver and patchouli. Those are close to me. Yes. I love, um, Vetiver. I love patchouli. Yeah. These are my favorites. You whipped out my favorites. <laughs> I love like the earthy. Yeah. Vetiver is my favorite. It's a classic. And this time of year, it's been calling a lot because of, we need its cooling. We could call it its cooling nature. Yes. Um, there's a, there's a, I find this to have an effervescence to it once the, on the dry down. Mm. Um, that's, that reminds me just of, I don't know, a, a wealthy man. I love it. Effer, <laughs> effervescence. It like effervescence. A, like, yeah, like a fizz at, on the dry down. Though, yeah. You know? Yeah. And as you're pulling it away, as you keep smelling up, you get that effervescence that's kind of like a wealthy man. A wealthy man. <laughs> uh, 
I was trying to think of the Gillingham's Island guy, Thurston yes. Howell the Third. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> I'm so um, glad I'm here. This is so much fun. Oh, I love it. Uh, so I'm going to, this is all together. So um, this is a big topic, and I know you probably have a lot to talk about clean beauty and wellness, yeah. and there's this is big. Um, and this is maybe not fair to ask you, but um, the, this clean beauty, the market's big. A lot of people are making their own products. A lot of people are in on this, and we know we're the market's moving and there's a desire for naturals, whatever that means. It's greenwashing, some of it. So how do you personally, and I think you answered this a little bit, cut through all the junk and the noise? Like how do you, other than being you and awesome, right. and I think you take classes and you're shining in that way, like how are you singing your song as what I wrote? Like how are you getting out there? Um, what, are, what are the I know, it's tricky challenges? It's, oh, well, cha Clean beauty, I was having this conversation yesterday, and I said clean beauty in in this market right now can be a bit biased. Mm. Um, you know, who is the authority on clean beauty? What does it look like? How is it packaged? Um, and I'm finding these challenges as I, as I am trying to get my brand out there and grow. Um, you know, clean beauty, if it, right, I think today means also sustainable. It yeah. means um, clean ingredients, but a lot of times... So when I look at, a, at at your average clean beauty facial elixir or serum, it has a lot in it. And I'm just like, this is clean? You know, and to me, clean beauty is simplified formulation that people can dissect, understand, and look up easily in an easy Google search. That's, to me, clean beauty, earth-centered ingredients mm -hmm. that if you, they were to put them in front of you in... Um, in uh, edible form, yes, right, food grade form, you can eat. So, can you? Is there a rice bran oil on the market? Is there grapeseed um, in your supermarket? In your, can I go to my? And I've done this sometime. If I'm low on ingredients, can I go to my supermarket and pull off the shelf the ingredients that I use in my product and make my product? Mm -hmm. And to me, that's that's clean. Yeah. Um, and so. You know, I don't, I'm not into complex formulation. I'm fooling around with squalene, mm -hmm. um, sugarcane based squalene, olive, you know, based yeah, squalene. Yeah, I've played with you that. You know, playing around with that. But I don't think I'll ever get into, um, you know, there's a lot of talk about, you know, there's this big push. Whoever has the authority, whoever has the uh, lobbyists, right? Whoever can change the rules can determine what clean is. And that's what's happened. Because, you know, it's interesting. It, it, it shifted. We never thought we were, I would be in a place where you have um, clean beauty e-tailers listing products that don't have essential oils. And, and I understand there's a necessity for that because there have been products on the market that didn't maybe have quality essential mm -hmm. oils and so, or didn't understand proper dilution. I was just going to say dilution. Yeah. It's all about, and, and that's the thing. Every perfumer should be an aromatherapist yeah. because if you're going to work with naturals, you should know how to apply them in an, you know, aromatherapeutic from, from that perspective, what yeah. dilution, you yeah. know, do you use if, you know, I dilute my essential oils before blending them, mm -hmm. you know, um, because that's the only way you can use them for them to be safe on the skin, right? 
Um, so we're, we've, it's changed. What clean beauty is, has changed. Um, you know, essential oils, you know, I've sat in webinars where it was a bad word. You yeah. Know? I'm like, yeah. What? Yeah. It's, and it's going back to knowledge yes. and learning and, and not yep. being lazy. And yep. I wanted to share something that's, that comes up in my mind a lot because there's a lot of us out there that mm -hmm. are aromatherapists and we all have our own voice. And I think we all have something to share. Um, I like the idea that you have the initiative and you're, you have the education, you're making products and you have it out there. And some people, sure they can make their own, but do they want to, do they have the time? No, and that's where we come in, right? Mm -hmm. We have the experience uh, to think about blending or like I focus on education, that's my love and yeah. writing. And like, I just think that's interesting. Like you're saying, yes, I can go to the market and I can buy my ingredients and I trust these, I can eat them and I can make something gorgeous. Yeah. And there's a space for that because you have people that want to buy from you because they're busy being teachers or firemen or you know selling real estate. Oh no. yeah, and, and, and you know there's me, it's it's a craft, right? Yes. You know yeah. I enjoy it, you know, but as I grow, I'm like, okay, someone else has got to make this, and then that's their job, right, to to expand it. But yeah, I will always be the crafter, and and that's our purpose, really. There, everyone has their um, position, place, and purpose. And, um, you know, there's a big movement within the fragrance industry to give perfumers their glory because yeah. over the years, going way back again to ancient Egypt, they were not given the glory or the recognition for the, you know, what they did. Unless Their they arts. were maybe a priest, you know, if a priest, you know, um, used you know, essential oils and oil, sacred oils mm -hmm. for the Pharaoh and royalty, but the perfumers didn't have that. Um, recognition and respect and now it seems like they are trying to get that respect demand that respect and 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 hopefully you know I think because you're bringing up something and I've <clears throat> recently been reading Nez magazine mm. and um, you brought to a group of us an attention of this conversation in the perfumers world that and I think this goes to aromatherapists too when you formulate something there's often people that will just What's your recipe? Mm -hmm. Can you share that? And just before, remember, I acknowledged you were talking about this person with cancer. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not asking you to share the blend, right? And I think a lot of people are really flipping about it and be like, oh, you did that. Can you share the recipe? And you're like, but I took hours to come up with this. Right. It's your intellectual property. Yeah. And yeah. I think that, and thank you for bringing this up. I think we need to speak a little more loudly about it. Because mm -hmm. even though we're, quote, working with things from the earth and these time honored practices, your investment in materials, knowledge, time, and many more is that's something. Yeah, no, it's, it's a it's, lot. It's valuable. I mean, these courses are not cheap, right? No, to get certified. <laughs> they're not. The, the materials, the raw ingredients are hella expensive. Yes. Um, and the process, the time that you have to take to go back and, and, and check the blend. And then if it's wrong, remake yeah. it and yes. everything that go, all the countertops that you <laughs> from the oils, you know, just like all of that, um, it goes into your intellectual property, your formula. So yeah, you know, it, it, I am very, um, and people have told me this, I'm very gracious and, um, What's the word I want to use? Um, generous, right? Mm. Um, but when it comes to formulation, right? 
then no, yeah, I'm not giving that away. Um, I've learned that um, there's a there's a price people are paying, and yeah. I again I offer that level of um, expertise, um, and I but but I don't think I I don't think I would ever overcharge. Yeah. You know, I think there's a lot of, but I do you know I do understand and respect my craft um, and the time that I've taken um, to learn and the time that my teachers like yourself and and others have taken to teach. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, we do have to, um, give more value to our formulation and and the process. Yeah. I mean, amen to that. And it's something I think I'm trying to not become bitter over, but, uh, I don't, I'm going to derail the conversation for a second and then I want to bring it back. I feel like our internet fast paced sharing of information and the thirst for like, oh, I want to be the hottest thing on TikTok. Like everything's for free. Mm-hmm. And even though we have inflation now and stuff, it's like, no, it's it's not free. And there is time and money and value in these things that are seen as craft and artistry, which I think people poo-poo and be like, oh, it's a formula. It's like, I can find that on the internet. Like, no, maybe not. (laughs) Or maybe, but go ahead and try. Go ahead. You know, uh, my thing is all the information is out there, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. You can go ahead and study, but it's not, trust me, it's not a YouTube search. No, it's not. (laughs) It's not. I mean, I've been at this since 2006, right? I took a trip to Egypt, which wasn't a, a cheap trip, but like that experience in itself, um, it, I take with me, bring with me in my, you know, formulation blending process. Yeah. Um, there's a spiritual component for me that is real. Um, you know, there, everyone has their processes, right, yeah. for, for, doing, for creating what they create. And so you have to recognize that. Yeah. Um, and respect it and, you know, not assume that you can replicate, you know. Or just give it. Like, yeah, just give right. me a recipe. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> it's like, it's akin to saying, um, grandma always made this a certain way. I have a recipe, but it's just not the same. Is that, right. is that a good comparison yeah. maybe? Like, yes. there's that knowing, that yes. nuance. Yes. And even if you try to replicate it, Right. It may not ever be the same because that was grandma's energy that puts in there. And that's another thing. Energy is a commodity and everyone's energy is different and how they apply it um, may have a different, you know, result than than if you did it. So we want to respect that as well. Yeah. And at least acknowledge it. Right. Yeah. It's big. And that, I mean, that just creates further value in that. I'll use the word love, but that going back to you using the words intention in the beginning mm-hmm. and how it takes time to connect and that will always evolve and get deeper and better. <laughs> right. <laughs> See, we get better with age, damn it. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and, and the intention is, it's like that, that's energy in itself. Yeah. Like, this is what my intention is. When we talk about it, all we hear is, oh, you set the intention and then it will materialize. You know, it's the same thing. I've set this intention years ago and each year, each month, each day, I, you know, I feed into, I feed it, I, you know, gaining knowledge, trying, okay, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll try this. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I found this new resource and, oh, you know, so yeah, I mean, it's an evolution. It's an evolution. And, and that I don't think is so easily replicated, you know, and they're talking about over a decade and, you know, I get this question, what makes your butter any different than any random butter? I, I, it's me. Yeah. 
I'm looking at it right here. Yeah. Yeah. And all of the years, you know, that I put into my, you know, and the, the certifications and the information and the process yes. and learning all the different things, whatever, you know, all the stuff that goes into my I'm, process. And that's know? what makes you and your, I don't like to say brand because even like individuals are brands now. Yeah, but it's like, but that's yeah. what makes it, that's what makes Butter by Kaba and you. It's like, it's you. Right. Yeah. You. Right. <laughs> I love it. Um, I do want to talk about two other really yeah. important things that yeah, are mentioned totally. um, in your, because it's not just about your business. You do some volunteer work. But um, I just do want to share that. I look at myself and what I love to do, and I'm like, there's a lot of teachers out there. And it's like, you know what? If someone likes me, they're going to learn from me. If they don't like me, there's another teacher. And I'm not offended. You know, like, go find who... Right. Go find the person, and something will happen. There, there will be a match. So people that are seeking, they'll find your products, and they might be like, "This is this is it. I'm sold. Like this is my. I trust this person. I love what they make. Great, great. And that comes through through you. Yeah, I love. I'm like, (laughs) I'm so excited that I love when I get to connect with people from um, my our school past i'm so oh it was such a it was such a life-changing experience you know that class and just the timing and everything yeah and then also just being able to take what i learned and teach someone else you know just the basics we do the basics and we don't have you know big budget we don't you know Mm -hmm. i i you know donate every month to provide for the materials and you know but just the opportunity for the young people well, to so experience, yeah. Because um, you were, we're talking about hands that make a difference, right? Yeah, so let, let's clarify. Yeah. You you volunteer at Hands That Make a Difference, and this is a Harlem based organization. And could you share what you do with these? It's yeah. youth, right? Yeah. So they have an, an initiative called Save Our Seeds that was um, started by um, my neighbor. I met my neighbor in my neighborhood garden, um, Darlene, and she invited me to participate in their um, workshop. Uh, well, really, it's a, it's a program, a nonviolence um, and uh, financial literacy program. And I said, well, I can do an aromatherapy workshop, you know, for the kids just to, you know, balance out their emotions mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever, give them a sense of, um, you know, belonging and power, creativity. There's something about making something that's so powerful. When you make something and you, you set it up on the shelf and you use it and you share it and people are like, oh, this is good. It just gives you that confidence, yeah, you know? And I wanted to share that with the young people. Um, in their organization. And we started out with just um, in, the, in the middle of the pandemic with just two people. And now we have classes of up to 10. Wow. And I'm on my third, we are, we're coming up on our third semester this fall. Um, and they are really, they step into the class with this entrepreneurial spirit and desire, but also a curiosity because most of them have never touched an essential oil. Mm-hmm. And so everything that I learned in your class about safety and about how to approach the oils, I share with them, you know, um, and they soak it up yeah. and they're so into it. So what, like, I mean, I have seen it and I remember saying this at, at the school, um, and again, this is the New York Institute of Aromatherapy and the New York Institute of Aromatic Studies, and I was a teacher there. Um, I remember saying to, to every class, it's kind of your responsibility once you take the certification program that you are the community teacher. 
And I think I tried to say that in every class, and you are exemplifying that. Um, and it's true, because once you have this knowledge, you can't step out of it. You can be like, oh, yeah, just use the oils in any way. But how do you have any memories or like any certain things that happened in a, one of these workshops where you just saw someone like change before your eyes or like like the energy change or you said yeah. people walk in the room like entrepreneurial now they, but did they, yeah you... i mean like the program director says oh they they're ready to, to put a table out on 125th street and sell their product they're, they're ready to you know so what we said is we'll do if you will do another one or another two and then we'll have a final class where they actually make something and then we'll think we'll figure the rest out you know we're kind of like going as we going along as you know as as each semester every, i think it's like three months i do three three month intervals um but there was, uh, yeah, I mean, there are kids, most of the kids in there are would be considered, um, you know, they, they put a label, oh, they're at, at risk, meaning mm -hmm. that they may be in, a, in an environment that's not conducive to their growth. Yeah. Um, and many of them are very um, introverted. They're very shy. They're very not confident. Okay. You know, just you can sense and feel the energy of just um, uncertainty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, after making a blend with like Jasmine, you can see the excitement. Oh, you know, once they make it and they like it and then they, the whole room is smelling like their blend and then yeah. the, you know, the program director comes in, oh, it smells good in here. It just <laughs> gives them, they light up. Yeah. It just gives them this sense of purpose and, and, and um, confidence. And that's what really makes me feel good, you know? And, and sometimes they'll make something that, that they don't like, you know, and that will disappoint them. But then I tell them, well, we blend it. Mm -hmm. Let's start from scratch. Go get, you know, another bottle. Go get your scent scripts. Go get the pipettes. Let's start all over. And then they'll remake it, and then they'll like it, and, and then they'll shift. Oh, and they're excited again. And so that experience, that interaction um, is, is so powerful. Um, and it just, it, I, I, for as long as I can continue these workshops, I will, because um, it's something that they're not getting, you know, mm -hmm. in school. Um, and they're learning so much. They're learning geography, right? Yeah, where the oils come where from. Where the oils come from. They're yeah. learning mathematics because yeah. we're doing formulation. They're learning how to build a fragrance because I, I bring in the perfumery part with the the base, the middle, mm -hmm. the heart, and the crown. Yeah. Um, and so they're learning all these different things and they're taking they're, they're, they're learning vocabulary because they're taking down all these words that they're learning and all of this stuff, you know? P power through knowledge mm -hmm. and doing. Yeah, and it can be, and the thing is, I think what you say is so important for people to know that they can share this knowledge in their community in a way, whether it be within their home family, you know, mm -hmm. construct or what, and it, they don't have to be masterminds mm -hmm. at it. It's the basics yeah. that most people don't know, you know, and if you can just share what, you know, the stuff that, you know, that um, resonates with you, you know, um, within your community in a way that's helpful. And I tell them, you can go to your supermarket, you can go to your Whole Foods, you don't have to have a whole lot of money. Yeah. You may not be able to get the highest quality essential oils, but you can get something that is, you know, relatively clean, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and now you know how to blend, you know, now you know how to formulate. Now, you know, you know, how many drops of this to put in with that oil, you know, your take, you know, I tell them, make sure you take your notes and yeah. each class, I said, bring your notes back because you're going to need them for the next level. Um, and so, yeah, people, I think we need to feel confident to mm -hmm. teach um, and know that everything that we know is viable yeah. and that we can, you know, teach it to someone so that they can um, become 
ignite a hunger to learn. Yeah. And, and, and that's what you want, right? It's not about giving, it's not a way giving, okay, I'm going to give someone the recipe. No, it's about giving someone the tools Mm-hmm. to make and and continue their education yeah, like to be curious and hungry. Yeah. yes mm-hmm. yeah um i just wanted to share that i loved when um i wrote down when like these kids and, and us to this day you might try something and you screwed up and you try again mm-hmm. and you give your yourself permission to not know right and one of the best things i did as a teacher was to tell myself amy it's okay to not know everything and it's okay to say i don't know and you'll be like, let's find out, right? Oh, yeah. And that's like with these kids or yeah. us to this day, you're like, oh, that's a new ingredient. Let's play with that. What's that like? Or exactly. let's try to change that formulation or try this new approach. And you just try again. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I do this, uh, you know, it's so funny. It's like I step in there as a student as well. And I'll tell them, say, listen, my math skills are not strong. I say, so we're going to work this form. We're going to try and do this equation. If you someone step in, if I'm mm-hmm. getting it wrong, and then one of the kids, Daniel, he's go, he goes, oh, I, you know, I was a math prodigy. I'm like, you're a math prodigy? He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, Daniel, what are you going to do with that? You know, we start, mm. and so he steps in, and, you know, he shares what he knows. You know, so it's, it, it, we can all learn from each other. Yes. You know, we don't have to know it all. Yeah. You know, we just have to have the intention to want to share, right, and want to see each other grow. A, like, yes, thank you. Because it's, <laughs> it's not about mine, and right. this topic comes up a lot, and we want to be compensated and acknowledged, but yeah, we're, we're sharing, and the more we do that, the we get stuff in return. Absolutely. Right? It's a... It's a, it's a um, Reciprocity. You know, it's a reciprocity thing. It's a, it, and again, it's it's feeding into the hunger to learn how to um, create something for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. and so yeah, 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 yeah. I thank you for asking about that. Um, that's probably most my most um, important work, and the work that I'm most proud of is my community service. Yeah, I. Um... I probably, people that listen to this podcast, I often talk about my cooking at St. George's Mm -hmm. and I've been there for over 10 years, every Thursday. Mm, And it's self-funded. We don't get any government assistance, but I am, I'm told like, I make the soup for a while now and I'm told like, that's the best, you know, like Cuban black bean soup I've ever had. And I'm like, hot damn, (laughs) I'm just kind of going along. And like my, our aromatherapy informs that and the curiosity does. And I am damn proud of those soups. That's right. You should. Now I'm hungry. I'm sorry. But um, I do, I guess it's time to start winding down. And this is so amazing. This is amazing. And it's people like us, people like uh, you and this, um, I'm just going to say a few words like, intention, learning as we go. These are things you said, um, bringing out your true essence when you work with these beautiful mm-hmm. butters and oils. The We're oily. Humans yes. are oily. We love those oils, right? Yes. Our bodies love the oils. Our, our, our olfactory receptors love them. Yes. Our, our cell receptors have... It's um, a sign of life and reproduction. Ooh. The oily you are, the more fertile yes. you are in, in whatever respect that is. Yeah, yeah, that is beautifully put. That's true. Mm-hmm. That is, you. we need oils mm-hmm. in our life. That is what we're made of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so stop washing daily in the shower with soap. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so you can never have too much education. Um, things change. And uh, yeah, community service. Yeah. And wow. So, Makeva, thanks so much for being here. 
Nice. <laughs> so this was so this went by so fast, but it's so good. That means it was good. Cheers. Cheers as we're drinking our saffron ice cube um, concoction. This was amazing. Thank you. No, thank you. Um, so I guess I'm going to say an official goodbye. Uh, goodbye. Thanks for listening. Please tune in again. Please be sure to check out Butter by Kaba and Makaba. Butter by Kaba, you're on Instagram, Facebook, you're TikTok. on LinkedIn, TikTok. Yep. All Butter by Kaba. All Butter by Kaba. Nice and simple, easy yes. to remember. And Pinterest. <laughs> Pinterest. So um, check her out. She's, I'm not saying this to flatter you, you're an amazing person. Oh. I'm so glad we're in touch again. Thank you, me too. So uh, thanks for listening and please follow and check out the really cool stuff McCabe is doing. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Amy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Uh, ciao for now. Ciao. <laughs>